Did you set the house on fire? Did you get your sister pregnant? Did you sell your grandma's kidney just for fun? You're a menace, you're a bastard, you're a son of a bitch. What is the worst thing? Worst thing? Worst thing you ever done? Worst thing you've ever done? Now people. There's a lot to go through. Your son is holding his ears. He doesn't want to hear it. He must not be musically theater uh, acclimated. Well, not yet. So you were saying, ladies and gentlemen, who would have thought in a million years that Teresa Murphy is here to make a rebuttal? She's here to prove her good name. And her bad name. At the she's stage. here to show <laughs> Teresa of 2020 who's boss. She's here to show you more shame. And she's brought her son. Yeah. Hi, Jackie. Can you say hi? No. Do it. It's a pain in the ass. Tell me, you were saying three seconds, not three seconds ago, because mm. there was some bird crap on this table that oh, we're sitting at. We wish. And I said, I'm become my mother because I've got tissues in my car. I'm going to clean this table. And yeah. you said. I said, I, I, you would not believe what he picked up at the park the other and day. And I said, did he pick up some dog shit and i was like i i wished it were it was a tampon applicator and he had wait, it in his hand your son picked up a tampon applicator so here wait here are the questions number one why was it on the ground at the park at the number park. two brendan where is the tampon where is it we all know where it is now d- did he just bring it to you or he no he brought it to his friend he brought it to his like friend. you do and I'm sitting there, you know, this is my time. Well, I'm this reminds park. me of the time I brought you a uh, pregnancy test that I just randomly found on the street. I said, is this yours? Which time? <laughs> yeah, which time? Which time? Pick one. I think back in the DAY, you used to keep, uh, like, spare ones at my apartment. Of course in, I did. Just in case. I couldn't keep that shit at my you mom's house. You didn't want house. that shit at your mom's house. No, I was like, at that. He made a Thor. Oh, Jackie, oh, thank you for making job. Thor out of these little toys. This is all parenting is, is you have to praise. It's constant praise of the <laughs> people need to understand so we met Mm. you and i in a drive-by shooting (laughs) basically i instinctively hit the floor um yeah that was i mean what a hundred years ago it It was me it was you (laughs) you're the one driving pick them up yeah, that was, um, God, does that building even exist anymore? Do those people even I, we, exist? We don't talk to these people no, anymore, you know? No. Somehow we've stood the test of time, though. Who, you mean you and your son or me and you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll keep him too, but you and I for sure. We've, we've definitely had our, um, I was going to say come up and says, we'll get to that one later. So your son, he is absolutely it's adorable. Not, he's gorgeous, isn't he? He uh, is, I mean, we're doing our part here to repopulate the white race, which is great. <laughs> Can you say that on this? I can say anything He's here. so blonde, you guys. He's the most blondest, blue-eyed little cherub you've ever seen. Oh, and he knows it too. Look yeah. at that face. And what was it you were saying that he was asking you about his silly friend? What was that about? Oh, that's you. That's me. You're, you're his silly friend. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure after having met you uh, in his toddler years that he realizes that he you're not his friend, that you're mine. I'm, you're, well, I'm both of your friends, really. I'm pretty sure he thinks you're the same age. I, I, <laughs> I feel like Because you're not like the other moms, that's for sure. So 
speaking of moms, my own mother uh-huh. is absolutely in love with you. She's met him one time mm-hmm. at my apartment. I think if I hadn't done that, there, there would have been hell to pay and I would have been written out of the will. Um, yeah. She just, she, what can I say? She has a type. She's she very likes taken. blonde, blue-eyed little boys. Yeah. I mean, me too, to some degree, but uh, <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, um, she was so, quite taken with him. Teresa, you are my very worst friend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're my very no, I, worst friend. I really, I take it as a compliment. Our audi- listening audience needs to understand that the, the, unlike any other friend, I think I've sent you the most text messages of screenshots and photos of things that I found on the internet of people making fools of themselves. Screenshots? Do you remember before we had smartphones? You would you couldn't get your phone out fast enough. Your flip, I couldn't take your my Nokia phone. Flip phone. I'm going to hold two photos. I take pictures of people walking down the street because God forbid I should miss a step and I'm the only one that understands you how funny it is. You called me once and you said I couldn't take a photo fast enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm driving in a rainstorm and there's a woman on the side of the road apparently her windshield wiper has come loose and she's <laughs> she's she's holding it outside her car window while she's driving oh, yes. and she's flicking the water off of her windshield with her left arm to the I best of her well. ability yeah you were like she has her hazards on and she's driving one mile an hour if that and she's trying to get the rain off of the front of her car i gave her a lot of credit a lot of credit, a lot of credit. electric, electric. Yes, so we're, it is. It's, it's cool. two for one here today. We have Jackie and we have Teresa. Yeah, and I couldn't I be happier to have yeah. you both. My very worst friend. Now, you don't know it, but um, so far, uh, I mean, the, 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 the screenshots have really never stopped. Like, I, I really just keep sending them. Um, currently, I mean, I have to protect some people's names here, so I'm not going to say their names. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a steady plethora with this one girl we'll call Mary Sue. Mary Sue... Um, she, she's 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 a poet and she lets everybody know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see what I did there? I did. And here's the sad thing about Mary Sue. Mary Sue, although I've been making fun of her for years with friends sending out screenshots of all her horrible poetry and her horrible life and her horrible husband and her horrible daughter, uh, somewhere along the way she's acquired like some terrible cancer. And you'd think, you'd think, <laughs> you'd think that maybe this would be like a reason to stop right but really it's only made things worse i checked in on her facebook today and she's quoting rilke a poet and at the end for good measure she's quoting anne frank because <laughs> 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 if she didn't get you with the rilke wow she got you with the anne frank it's nice to know that the cancer hasn't changed her not a, not a bit that's great and they told her, according to her Facebook posts, that she only has a year to live, which is sad. But you know very well, and I know very oh, well, she's going to live. She gonna live. <laughs> not only is she going to live, she's going to live till she sees that book deal, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. That's really she's sad. She's not the only one. There's this other guy. We'll say his name is Billy Michael. <laughs> and he is, he is now a self-professed faith feeler. And he's another one that I send screen. faith feeler. Uh, that's like, let's say you have a pain in your arm. I'm going to punch you in the arm and oh. now I'm going to heal it. It's gone, right? Don't you feel like I... Oh, like those televangelists uh, on the TV who put walk. their hands on You their can head. walk! Right, and the people Yes, fall so on he the floor. posted a video the other day of him healing his father and the part that really got me was his father... He says, here, here I am putting energy into my father's stump. <laughs> he said he's putting energy. Apparently his father lost one of his legs, I guess, due to diabetes. Oh. And that's not necessarily funny, but no. what's funny is like writing the word stump well the word stump is the funny word stump in and is of itself. funny i wish people could i didn't he's I a didn't, faith healer and he wants everyone to know that he met his birth mother who couldn't walk and he put his his magic hands on her and she could walk 
And then she died a month later. So I guess he needs some fine tuning. So he's like a, like a faith killer too. Faith killer. In, the, in the same. <laughs> he's respect. like a faith oh, killer. Oh, I thought. Hold on, everyone. I thought my kid just ran into the parking Where, where's lot. Where's your kid? He's okay. Where did he go? He's that happened to us. Floor. Remember, we were getting out of the car and we almost forgot Jackie in the car because yeah. we were so busy going to Home Goods. Well, he was new. He was. He new. was new to us and both. I we wasn't used him. to driving around with a backseat driver. He was. It's, and he, when he when he used to sleep, like what I, had, I, I didn't know where he was there. I had chastised somebody I had never met before because I heard this news story about somebody who left their newborn children in a car, and um, apparently it was too hot and the, the children passed. But until that happened to you and I with Jackie, it didn't occur to me that really these kids are living on borrowed time. Yeah, I mean, especially with someone like me. As you <laughs> Here, you want this? Okay. So, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. So, the Turtleback sure Zoo came to my job <laughs> the other day. And I was so sad for a, a minute and a half because yeah. I, I'm one of those people like you where I, I notice things that other people don't notice. Oh, God, why am I the only <laughs> Like, for one? example, one time you and I were working together and there was a girl who, all, for all intents and purposes, was a normal girl. Sure. Except she had this ear. One ear was a little bit different than the other <laughs> ear. And we started calling her Squiggle, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how could I forget? Because <laughs> forget. Wow. And then Squiggle, uh, she, she, you know... I won't finish the story, but uh, at one point she did something in the restaurant and I saw it happen. And as I looked across the room, you were already you. staring me across a crowded room with a look on your face of like frozen okay. death. That's all feel, I can you say. Could you could feel, my feel eyes. your you eyes. That's pretty cool. Now this girl from the Turtleback Zoo, when she took off her hoodie, that <laughs> her hoodie she was wearing, I noticed that she was missing shoulder. <laughs> Okay, what does that on. mean? You no, want to know no, that no. Means? Where does the arm go? How does it attach to the rest of the body? Because the shoulder, I mean, my four-year-old can it tell you that. It wasn't a question that I was hoping to ask. The but shoulder bone's connected to the arm the bone. The shoulder bone's connected to the arm bone. Oh, now we got his attention. Yeah. He <laughs> so knows that. It was just, you know, you and I, we have shared many jobs over the years. I got you some restaurant jobs. Are I these got props you for your morbid little games? And props for morbid little games. And I just was wondering if you would like to comment on uh, the numerous jobs that I have handed you on a silver oh, platter. Oh my God. We've taken each other literally to everywhere. To task. Literally, because mm-hmm. of all the jobs. Oh my God. Oh, I was just told by the child I can't say oh my God. Oh my M. O. M. G. Practice what you preach, kiddo. Anyway, um, I I would have to say my very favorite meaning, the worst, mm-hmm. was Telebrands. Yes, yes. Um, although, oh, I don't know if I can get into. You can get uh, into it. To what to what we used to do there? <laughs> Where you would use the products at CVS and return them? And yes, one hundred percent. So right. There was products that were like they were samples. Yeah. And you could just. We, Take, figured out a we, figured out a, we figured out a way to make a little bit of side hustle A little cash. bit of side cash or go to Bed Bath & Beyond and exchange it for the Yankee candle you really want. <laughs> Nobody needs a cheese grater for their toes. A cheese well, grater? Well, some people do, but I wasn't one of them. Now, um, before we go any further, we have to discuss Dr. Fierce. Do you remember Dr. Fierce? Oh, do Dr. I Fierce ever? was a boy that yeah, I had hooked you up with on a date. It's really horrible. How did you know him? Uh, he worked with us at uh, the restaurant at TGI Fridays. And then it was years later we found out that he was in jail for mm. um, molestation of a minor. And I, all I can say is I can pick him for you. I... Now, if you were married to Dr. Fierce still, oh. uh, well... That's a question for another That's podcast. That's for the ages. 
so the time has come now for us to just briefly discuss. So we, we had some, some issues, some tension, and we've gotten through it. And for the listening audience mm. who wants to know, like, how you and I squared it, all I would say to them is, it's none of your business. And every now and then you have friends who you don't follow on Facebook, but you're best of friends anyway. And you and I have learned to appreciate each other's, uh, shall we say, differences uh, in the darkness. Oh, I like that. Like that? Yeah, we, we, we don't necessarily have to 100% agree on everything. But, oh man. <laughs> oh no. This is what keeps We're us in public back. right now and people are walking by and every that... now and then... It's There's also a, 300 degrees 300 in the middle of October. Here. Let's discuss that. Now, a little bit of... a li- Hold on. A little bit of distance, a little bit of humor, and mm-hmm. a whole lot, a lot of Brandy, Brandy Carlisle. Carlisle. I saw that hey, coming a while away. Did, did you know? <laughs> this is why we are I mean, the way we today are. today is International Lesbian Day. <gasps> How are you celebrating? I am celebrating with this haircut. She has an undercut, ladies and gentlemen. I do. I wish you could see it. The back of her head is like a little bunny rabbit. I'm showing the back of my head to the phone. I I have had that haircut. You have that haircut. My mother has has owned that haircut. If we could do things over again, Mm. could we both be lesbians? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It would all work out. Uh, Turn back time. So, um... We've come to that delightful part in the pod. If you'd be Great. so kind as to oh. let our audience know about the worst things you've done, such as what I look, like to refer to them as your comeuppances. My comeuppances. Your comeuppances. So hold on. I would, you want to go inside? You can go. We're staying out here. That's right. Hold on. I want to do a quick search and let people, because I didn't know. She didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what a comeuppance was. A comeuppance, yes. Okay, so according to according to Google, a comeuppance right. is a punishment or fate that someone deserves. <laughs> <laughs> that says he got his comeuppance. So it's it's basically karma in some respect, which I mean, I, it, to some degree, it doesn't really exist. But uh, to you, I've noticed that you have had it handed to you more times than others. Oh God, yeah. Uh, it, it between comeuppance, Murphy's law, whatever you want to call it. And you it, are a Murphy. I am. I am forever and always. Um, yeah, I've done some shitty things to people, but but in in my defense, to people who deserved it. Yes, it's true. I don't just seek this out; it seeks me out. Number one and number two, I mean, you know for a fact, every single one of them deserved what they got from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean, come on now. So set the stage. There you were with our bestest friend, Will Titus, oh. many years ago. Oh, where is Will? Oh. Get, he, him he on. Get him on. He listens because he wrote me an email and asked me about you, and I said. I'll answer it in a future episode, and then I did. Oh, what's he doing? That tight ass. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, that you, there you were, standing with Will at the Berry Center, observing art. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to go back. I did a lot of drinking. Um, I remember ha- one time the boy you were dating handed me your, like, decomposing body and said, <laughs> have a nice night. Just knocked on the dorm room door. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold yeah. on. The child wants his water. We'll take a brief pause. Um, here we go. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think why I did what I, I did. I remember the details. So the details are there was a girl and she yes. was not accused. She was guilty of stealing book return money from the bookstore where yes. she worked. Mm-hmm. But she was also a very talented artist. We've known so many criminals. <laughs> Embezzlers. And- <laughs> 
con artists of all shapes and sizes and ages. So not she didn't get kicked out of school. She just lost her job at the bookstore after stealing several thousand dollars in book return money. Which is like pretty much the best you could hope for. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, well, you can't work here anymore, but you can still go to school here. Yeah, and not not serve time. No time. Just pay it back when you feel like you, I you got a couple hundred that, bucks in your account. No, I didn't feel like that was enough. You didn't feel like she had been thoroughly punished. No, I'm honestly, so, I mean, if you think about it, I'm kind of a hero. I, previously in the other episode, I said that I had cut out my own drawings and pictures from my notebook and hung them on the wall with tape and got in trouble from public security for creating my own little art project in the hallway. Yeah. And I put up even, because every person who was an artist who was involved in this, they got to have their own little guest book that was next to their art project. Yes. Now the yes. girl. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, it's all it's coming, all back, coming to me back to me now. Thank so you, Celine. there Teresa was with our friend Will okay. observing this art piece by the girl who stole several thousand dollars worth of book return money. If you're still following, yep. Go ahead. And um, I'd written something really rude in the book about like, oh, hold on, something to... If you don't the, remember, I kind of remember. Go ahead, you try. <laughs> you said something like, wow, this is a really nice art piece. I kind of want to steal it. Almost like several thousand dollars worth of book return right, money. Right, like I wanted to let you know <laughs> let I knew. you know that I know what you know and we all like no one's saying it no but, but we all know but, it right. we all and know it you never dreamed as you were writing this that she'd crass be message in the hallway behind that she would be what 40 feet away from you walking okay. toward you down the hallway yep I toward think it was her Will art was my lookout. Mm-hmm. Be- and that's will you that know. was will that was your own fault for having will be he, he'd leave the money on the bank uh I counter know. when you guys I went know. to rob oh no poor will um but uh, yeah, I was informed that she was ju- she was coming. It was like a scene out of Lucy and Ethel. Did, did time slow down? When time that slowed happened? down. And what did I do? Is I just ripped the pages out of the book. So you I ripped mean, the page that you had just written on out of the book. It was several pages but because the thing uh, was, it wasn't just your handwriting on that page, right? No, oh no, right? Other friends, other and friends family, and commented and said siblings kind and lovers and had t- left all sorts of lovely messages. What a great artist she was, and I keep up the good work. And I didn't well have time soon. to think. Fight or flight. <laughs> it was fight or flight mode. So you ripped this page out of the book. I smiled at her. You as smiled I and ran away. Right. But you were running so fast like the roadrunner, you left Will behind, right? And he I stood did. there. I did. And she, she noticed the, the torn pages. Immediately. Out absolutely immediately. Oh, he's looking at the padlock on the door. And, and she <laughs> walks up to Will, who was frozen in panic mode. Right. And she said, did you just see that girl? Meaning me. And Will said, what girl? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I take up a lot of space. And she said that girl that you were just talking to and standing right, with. Right. Did she just rip the pages and out she of said, the book? Did, did you see that girl just rip that page out of my notebook? And Will's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that that was always our go-to. Whenever, I don't know what you're talking when about. When somebody would, like, right, I was of, drunk. I, I wasn't there. I don't know what you're it talking about. It wasn't me. About. Shaggy it, it got it right. somebody else. <laughs> but then you took it back to your dorm room and you didn't know what to do with it no. because you were a little afraid. You were like, I guess I'll just throw it out because I don't want there to be any evidence. Of course. Like but she do. still wanted this piece of paper back, remember? Yeah, I th- and you were you were you were struggling with the idea of like, well, do I somehow white out over what I wrote and give it back to her? Or do I just it's probably better to just get rid of it because there's really no good way. There's, like, no, there's, there's no redeem, there's no, there's no redeeming no way to like give back what you've already stolen. I have been caught red-handed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know. We know. 
Oh Red-handed. So, um... That was one instance. How did that end? Did you... Did, so she never got that page back. Oh, God. And you I threw it no out. Idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, did she know who you were? Did she? Was yes. she looking for you? <laughs> <laughs> looking for me? I'm not sure that she had the, the balls to do that, but... Did she, she ever know approach you and be like, hey, are you the girl who stole that page out of my notebook? Oh, um... You know what? I'm trying to remember. If she did, I'm sure I just gave her that same response that we got from the woman at the taco what? place. Oh. What? What? Just what? Well, I, just what? I don't know what you're talking about. Just yeah. play dumb. Um, so then there was another occurrence where you got taken to task mm. when you and I worked at Steak and Ale. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> so there it was. It was a busy night. We were we had to open an umbrella to get our sodas from the soda machine because the, the, the roof was dripping <laughs> in the kitchen yeah, I mean. over the soda station. And you didn't want any of that dirty roof water to and fall into And you guys are worried drinks. about COVID? You guys Come on. COVID? If you if yeah. you survived a dinner at Steak and Ale, which then my husband almost didn't, he anything. got food poisoning as a kid there once. Um, <laughs> you you're doing all right. You were doing all right, but yeah, uh, as we were, and and there was I a. Uh, my... Oh, mm-hmm. hold yes. on. We have to stop. We're to... eating animal crackers. Yeah, we have to stop to praise the mundane. Good job. Very nice. Good job, Jackie. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um. Yeah, uh, we're doing what we do, and there is this kid. There's there's this, this kid. kid. At the bar, at the bar, eating a salad by himself, and he's just—you know what? He was one of these people that I didn't get along with in school. He went to my school. He was in a class of mine. He was just the bane of—he was the bane of everyone's existence. He was one of those. He was one of those people. You know, you know. You know these which people. one? You know these people, and if you don't do, know, do you think that it's he played you. Fortnite, or do you think he was involved in Minecraft, Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons. They have Minecraft back then. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Well, his dungeon for this. This story was probably a Ren Fair fan. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so he so, was sitting at our bar alone. Alone, not drinking. Not drinking. No, which which eating a salad. Eating a salad <laughs> for whatever reason annoyed me, and um, I came back to tell you. You came back to like, the kitchen Brendan, while I was, I was filling like, sodas in the soda station with the roof leaking. I'm like this fucking right. guy. But I you cannot. You didn't say it low though. You said no. it pretty loud. Loud I'm enough. Like, what like, a pain! What, what this a asshole loser. This at pain the bar eating a fucking salad a fucking salad and I'm you know you just said it normal tone of voice blissfully blissfully unaware just you said it like normal speaking tone of voice and then what and And what happened as you said it there was a girl who we work with she turned to the entire kitchen horrified and was like you mean the boy sitting at the bar all by himself and you're like yeah and she goes that's, that's my, my brother. brother. Mm-hmm. And my true brother. to form, I turned on you so fast. I put my hand over my heart. You? What I about said, Camille? And I said, Teresa, you should be ashamed of yours. <laughs> but he left was, me. He left I, me. I, I, I left Will. High and dry. Like, t- and you, you, you got so upset because you didn't know which direction to turn. And no, he, our friend I Camille started crying. She was laughing so hard. She told me it was she so was fun leaving you high and dry. Yeah. While everyone in the kitchen was like, "What an asshole!" From for saying yeah, such things. Yeah, that was my comeuppance. It's a good comeuppance. They didn't know him. They didn't know him like I did. And then the final comeuppance before we take a quick break was one night you were at the diner back in the day when we were diner people. Diner people. You could smoke that. You could smoke. You could drink coffee. And now all those things are like frowned upon. But I'm not going to frown upon them. No. Um, There you were with some friends, people that I know. Mm -hmm. And I think what in my mind, in my estimation, what happened was 
you saw someone walk in the diner who looked lightly like someone that we knew that you didn't like. Right. And that's what sparked you to say, let's all thrash this girl. And I, from Tops what, I, from and, what right. I heard, not only did you guys thrash this girl that we know, you topped yourselves. Like, you took it to a new level. Her vagina was involved. Right. It her was vagina, bad. She had a tattoo on her vagina of a, uh, you, a butterfly, right? I don't and know. So, so you guys went off the deep end. We did. We did. Nothing, no stone was left unturned. Right. Nothing was sacred. Right. And I wasn't there. I wasn't <clears throat> You were there. not there. But it's one of those things where you you have heard so vividly. I felt like felt I was like you there. Were there. Right. I, I thought you were there. I mean, I would have <laughs> lost that bet. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I really went to town on this girl. I mean, I, I was talking about stuff that should should technically be off limits. When, right. When right. you talk trash about people. But not with me. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it all went to hell, and little did I know. Little did you know. Little did any of us know. Her twin. Her twin sister, sister. was sitting behind me in the booth. <laughs> she yeah. Before you go crazy, they were not identical. They were. <laughs> you know what? You couldn't. You couldn't make that mold and fill it twice. No, that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think I, I would like to at least. Uh, think that if they were identical i know enough to keep my stupid mouth shut you but, think but. but they were not and i did not and that brings us to the current and the next thing you know she must have called her sister right this to was come pre-text days <laughs> before text message right and her. so she called her she showed up and then she showed up she walked in yep. and she walked right up to your table and you said it was like a scene from a nightmare that just kept exploding and getting worse yeah it kind of it kind of snowballed and uh she started she taking right me up. to task. She, yeah, she was. She started kicking your ass. She started verbally kicking my ass in the middle of the River Edge Diner, and I was just like, I think I stared at her because I I didn't know. It's funny. I'm what looking at do. your necklace right now, and it says Jackson. But for a second, I thought it said Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that actually might be my next one. I'm gonna what? get you a necklace that says Jackass. That that would be more reflective so, of my name. We're gonna take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you my story, which also takes place at Steak and Ale. Always. Interesting. Jackie, you having a good time? Yeah. Aww. And, and we're, we're back. back. It's so good to be back. Now, a moment ago, I asked your son if I could have a little bite of his, uh, what are those, pirate booty that he's carrying around? Ah, uh, something from and the And you said, no, he sneezed in the bag. That's your first mistake. And what's funny about that is, as you know, I work with senior citizens now, which is not uncommon, like, working in... in with toddlers. In, with toddlers and also people in community theater. And I feel like a, <laughs> a, a, a lifetime of community theater has prepared, prepared you me for this. For this yeah. Because you deal with people who tell you things all the time that you have no business knowing. Nope. They get a little bit upset, and you kind of have to just roll with it and deal with it. Yeah, very and dramatic. They come and they go out of your life like there's no tomorrow, because there is no tomorrow. Right. And I, what I, one thing Especially for these people. that I've started to learn is like, I can't keep them alive, but I can give them a good life. You know, Aww. I've been there for a month and already we've lost two. Where, where did we lose them? I don't know. In the laundry room, I in the kitchen. I have never known you to be so compassionate. Mm-hmm. This might be your calling. Well, here, but before you get so uppity and happy uh, about I stuff will. like that, I know there I was oh, and God. I was giving a demonstration to some of these people. I thought you were going to say bath. I was giving a joke. No, I've learned the hard way. You can't give a sponge bath unless they give you their approval. Anyway, I was giving a demonstration about feelings and families. That was like, every now and then they they make me do a presentation. Mm. And I I like to just be surprised by it. So I don't actually prepare Prepare. ever. It's kind of like high school. So there I was (laughs) in this room full of like 20 seniors. And we were talking about like, 
families and growing up and like you know these people they're they're, they're at the end and I'm somewhere hopefully in just in the middle and I was asking them questions like why do you think like um, my family and I, we get along better now than we did before. And what advice would you give a young person like just starting out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I said, why do you, and then it was going so well because nice. everybody was giving me such yeah. great advice. Yeah. And then at one point I said, why do you think I get along so well with you guys? And some woman raised her hand and uh -uh. she said, because you're a communist. <laughs> Not <laughs> I was really, waiting for didn't it. Didn't really know exactly what that meant. Right. But it seemed to fit. And you I doubled supposed, over. You weren't supposed to know. And another one said, well, because you're really a closet conservative, just like the rest of us, which is true. Because I, I you know, these days, Teresa, I, I, I see things and I just don't understand. Like, for example, the prime oh. minister of Canada, he got in trouble recently for tweeting his approval of LGBTQ plus AAS. Justin Trudeau. It goes on. Trudeau. Trudeau. Lisa Trudeau. It goes on for a mile now. Like yeah, it all does. these new identities, which are mm -hmm. fine and great, and we identify that they are fine. You are wel welcome to live your life. But they said that, and I thought this was quite funny, that the new spiel for all these LGBTQ people is kind of like slamming your head into your keyboard to try to create a password. <laughs> He said that? <laughs> well, that's what somebody else said. But I just think it's so funny that, like, the 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 terminology that goes forth is, is kind of like pi, 3.14816489. It goes on permanently. Yeah. Now, my story today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see a rally? There was a bug on the table, and I sent it packing. Might have been a lanternfly. Mm. Those fuckers will get you. But My story, of course, begins at Steak and Ale, which I was telling you a moment ago. Mm was the place where we'd fill sodas with an umbrella because the roof was leaking over <laughs> the sodas. And even your son think that's funny. He does. He doesn't so know why, but he does. They made the mistake one day in the back of posting an angry email from a customer, not at our steak and ale, mm. but at another steak and ale. There you, were others? You remember our friend Anthony who used the manager there, Anthony? Oh my course, God, yes. he's still one of my Anthony best friends. Anthony Chalice. Yes. He made the mistake, I think, or maybe it was our friend Chris, the manager, who mm -hmm. posted the email from another steak and ale. And what was humorous about it was you could tell that this email had been making the rounds uh -oh. all around. Right, we all got to learn something. This customer was very perturbed, <laughs> not, not ours. He was very perturbed, and he wrote an email that said, the last time I was there, I'll never go there again because our waiter, we'll say his name was Chip, was flirting with my wife and flattering her and, you know, just making her feel great. And he wasn't even making eye contact with me. And I think it's wrong that you employ people there who just come over to the table and flirt with Gigolos, people's wives. Gigolos. And he, he didn't even, you know, he didn't even bring me my steak the way that I wanted it cooked. And all he did the whole night was just pay extra close attention to my wife. Was she paying the bill? Now, they made the mistake when they posted this email <laughs> of posting the guy's full name, address, and phone number. Oh, that's all you needed. All you needed. Oh, just so go. after work was over, we were all sitting around having a little drink in one of the booths. Like you do. And I had the email because I had photocopied it myself in the office with the, with, with the photo machine. Yeah. With the, um, the photocopier. This was pre-camera phone. Pre-camera phone. This is before you could just take a photo of something off the wall. Mm -hmm. And I said, guys, we should call this number on block. And I'm going to be Steak and Ale Corporate. And, you know, really get to the root of this guy's problem. You were the king of oh, prank, prank phone prank calls. Phone yeah. calls. So we called. It must have been about 10 o'clock at night. Yep. And I identified myself under my favorite nickname, alias. Hi, this is Michael Burlikoff from Steak and Ale Corporate. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> and I said, I just wanted to discuss with you your uh, 
your issue that you emailed us about. Your recent experience. And the guy, the guy was like, well, now's not really a good time. It's 10 o'clock. And so I said, So they both spoke like Michael Baruchnikov? Right. Michael <laughs> Baruchnikov. <laughs> exactly, Jackie. So I, I proceeded to continue this character. And I said to him, sir, can you please just tell us about... They're weird. Can you tell us about your experience? Like, what really... What really happened to you? So he's like, it's just like I said, I was enjoying a good meal with my wife, beautiful woman, <laughs> gorgeous woman, and I, I, he just paid more attention to her than he ever did to me. And I, I, I proceeded to listen, empathize, apologize, and let him know, okay, just a few more qu questions, sir, before I put this coupon in the mail for you. <laughs> I said, can you just answer this question, sir? If you can remember, um, back to that night with Chip, um, wh what was your wife wearing? He said, well, why should that matter? Why should that matter? And I'm like, oh, it matters, sir, just please, I know this is uncomfortable, but just please just go with it. He's like, well, she was wearing a blouse, beautiful blouse. Beautiful. Beautiful blouse. Her hair was done. Her hair done. was done up. She's wearing her best jewelry. She had a little perfume on. He, I said, okay, interesting. I said, the blouse, was it low cut? Did it, did it show off any cleavage? Mm, mm. And he's like, these are the questions. What kind of hell kind of a question? I said, sorry, I know it's difficult, but we need to know. We need to just, we need to establish the story before we let Chip go. We need to understand like what's going on here. And he's like, well, I mean, a little bit. My wife is very beautiful. She's very well endowed. She's very voluptuous. God, you know, really gave her. You know, at A plus, if you know what I'm saying. I said, okay, now my final question, sir, before I let you go is, if you can answer this question, were your wife's nipples erect at the time, sir? And he's like, what the hell kind of a question? First you ask me what she's wearing, and then you ask me if my wife's nipples were erect? I said, sir, 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 could you just speak a little bit slower? And I made it sound like I was masturbating on the phone. I made it sound like I was masturbating, which sounds something like this. I shouldn't do it in front of your child, but it was like, sir, please just answer the question. Was your wife's nipples erect? And he suddenly realized that this was a joke and hung up. But the terrible thing, Jackie, when I'm in the middle of an inappropriate story, you have to stop talking. I'm sorry. He'll learn. We'll learn him. So that was the end of my most horrible thing. And I later on told Anthony and Chris what I had done. And they were not happy about it. I, I mean, as one why. would not be. Um, but these people, sometimes you really need to punish them. Yeah. Do you remember that woman? One time she had a goiter on her neck that was the size of like a, a, a grapefruit or baseball. Oh. And I, I served the table with the best of my best. Yeah, you could. And at the end of the night, she left her purse behind. But the problem with this family was they had run me ragged. They were rude. They didn't pay for oh, the meal. Oh, were they like the Hills they Have Ives people? The Hills Have Ives. They, they complained to the point where they got the meal for free. But it wasn't my fault. Like, yeah. everything came out wrong. They wanted rare, and we didn't serve rare. They were like warty pants people. They were warty pants people, which incidentally means... I don't even want to get into it. No, but that's another day. <laughs> that's another story. But she left her purse behind. Of course, it had no money in it. Mm. But I remember going into her purse and taking her... <laughs> ID out of her wallet. I was going to say, the worst thing you could do is not take money. Money is, is replaceable. Money is replaceable. But I so took her ID. ID and then an hour later, she must have realized she left her purse behind. Right. And she came back. 
<laughs> she walked in and I said, oh yeah, I think the bus boy put it in the office safe. Mm-hmm. Let me go in the office. So instead, of, get it for instead of getting it, I went in the back and had a cigarette for 10 minutes, came out again. She's still standing there. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I, I was in the back and then somebody so, asked me to do something. So and, basically you were the hero. Right. So then I went and got her purse, which was in the back and I handed it to her and immediately she opened up her purse because she knew she had no money, but for some, <laughs> instinctively, 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 she checked to see if her ID was there. And she goes, my ID's missing. And I said, that's funny. I said, when you ordered alcohol and showed me your ID, I saw you put it back in your wallet. She goes, yeah, I can't imagine where it might be. And the whole time, as you will remember, Camille was in the room while this was going on, watching me go, yeah, let's look under the table. Yeah, let's look under the table around the floor with her. You can't seem to find it. After this customer angrily left without her ID, which was in my back pocket, Camille walked over and she goes, I know that you have her ID because I have (laughs) never seen you be so helpful in my, so kind, so nice, so helpful. She said, I know that you had something to do with it. She goes, I was in the background watching that display while you were like, oh, let's look for that ID. We can't seem to find it. Now, here's a funny caveat to the end of the story. It might not be the correct word, but you and I went to West Coast Video later. And this was when they had a porn room, and you and I were in there looking at the this different kinds of porn. And there was a porn that we rented, and it was called like Piggy Fat Flabby Fucks or something <laughs> like that. It was a woman actually in a, yes. she was in a trough, she was covered in mud. And three or four times, you and I almost threw up while watching it. A lot of dry heaving went on. I had to grab the wastebasket. What I found out later was when I went to rent that movie with you from West Coast Video, instead of giving my ID, Mm -hmm. I gave the other ID of that woman because it was in my wallet. So you and I rented a horrific pornography really terrible porno stuff. video on that woman's account oh great because oh, I didn't even when know i that. looked I at the printout it. it didn't have my name on it it had her name on it she had an account at west coast video wow it's funny how these things come together so that would be her come up yeah well i mean that was not one that was not two but that was like almost three stories in one yeah we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're going to read some of our fan emails Ooh, are you excited i am i, I didn't know you so. had fans besides me <laughs> worst thing you've ever done oh. Well, oh, we've reached like that. that favorite part now of the I pod. Oh, you don't like singing? He's not a singing fan? Uh, well, on his terms. Everything's on his terms. He's four. What song do you like, Jackie? Which favorite song? Farmer in the Dell. No. Hi ho the Dario. No. Uh, no. You no. like that? Uh, well, he does like Queen. Um, the band? Yeah. Freddie Mercury? listen to that since he was born what about uh, oh, she wait. sees a little silhouette of a man's gotta move gotta stop. move he said stop. he doesn't like when you do it though fine yeah enough I, out of you i remember this song when we first got to karate i do what song I don't know. Well, yeah. he's not going to perform. Everything is I don't He's know. not going to perform. Yeah. No. They, they never do when you want them to. The song where... I'm just holding this. I just want you to talk to me. What, where... Where you... Un, what, where... Where we play on Bowling for Ninjas. Yes. Bowling for Ninjas. Bowling for Ninjas. There, you know what? I didn't realize it until I had him, but there's some sort of, I, I don't know how TikTok works. I'm way too old for that. But <clears throat> there is some sort of TikTok, fil- TikTok filter 
where it's just this verbal thing of a kid's voice going, have you ever, did you, what, you, did you oh, ever Oh, I know, have, people lip sync to and, it, right? You have, do you have a mm-hmm. dream that, yeah. that, 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 that is, that is true. Legit. This is what goes the on The stream of consciousness. It takes about 40 minutes to, to get, to get a question That's true. Like one. with my seniors, one point I was having a conversation the other day and I was, we were beating around the bush and finally I realized the word that the senior couldn't come up with was the word cereal. Uh-huh. And I finally said the word cereal and he's like, yes! Yeah. Cereal! Like you won Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> like. So we, but we've reached the part where we read an email. Oh. This is yours. This is mine. So it's cold reading. You just go when you're ready. This is a lot of words, Brandon. Well, don't worry. It's only one page. Okay. But they're What's tiny the words. Five. Here we go. All right. This. Hi. And feel free Mommy. to think and say whatever you will. Number Here we go. Five. All right. This says... To Brendan, my name is Al. My grudge on, quote, Jennifer Silver Soap, close quote, began in kindergarten. I just didn't like her. (laughs) Sometimes we'd go to music class, and while we sang normal, she would put on this fake operatic voice. She said in the class, this is how I sing. (laughs) See, even as a child, she was an asshole, so my story is warranted. She told the whole class once that she was going to spend the day napping on her nap mat because her cat passed away at home and she was recuperating. How how does a kindergartner know what recuperating means? Now you know it's BS. That was her word, not ours. Oh, it's a little windy. She'd always play this game where she'd pretend to be your best friend and say tomorrow I'm going to bring you $100 in cash and the bitch never brought it. She once tricked me into giving me her giving her my raisins, and she'd bring me money the next day. But she never did. <laughs> she never did. Never did. We were young. We rode the same school bus together to school and home because we live one town apart. <clears throat> I've had quite enough of old Silverfish's nonsense. Silverfish. <laughs> and one day, <laughs> as I was getting off the bus saying bye to my friends, I told the driver to hold on for one second, pretending I had forgotten something on the seat. I doubled back, and there was Jennifer Silver Soap. <laughs> still still singing to herself and attaching stickers to her Lisa Frank trapper Lisa keeper. Frank. Asshole. I told her, and I quote, the bus driver told me to tell you not to get off the bus at the next stop, which was her stop, and he would drive her home all the way. All the way. So she home. wouldn't have to walk. Door to door service. Hold on one second. Yes, what's child. What's on your butt? Uh oh. What'd he put on me? Nothing. Crayon. Nah, crayon. He drew on my favorite leggings. Silver Soap accepted this information as fact without challenging me. That's how dumb she was. I don't know why I did it. We were young, very young. I knew I, <clears throat> I knew what I was doing even then. I think maybe I just wanted her to miss her stop, but I never realized as a little kid what something like that would really mean. Now, as a mother, what would happen mm-hmm. if somebody told Jackie to stay on the bus? As like a five-year-old <laughs> or like a six-year-old and he ended up in God knows where? In the middle of Newark and like... <laughs> Right. I I can't even wrap my head around it. Um, I was just trying to inconvenience her, not potentially kill her. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to inconvenience her. For some reason, I also just didn't believe Jennifer would do what I commanded. It seems so fantastic. How could she be that dumb? I found out that the next day how much trouble I was in as soon as I got to school. (laughs) 
My parents were called that morning and told to accompany me to the principal. They didn't even say why. My parents were scared and fuming at the same time. My dad had to miss a day of work. Uh, can you imagine missing a day of work as your kid? No, I can't. <clears throat> Apparently, Jennifer had stayed on the bus and missed her stop as I instructed her to do. Okay. <laughs> She's... Stay on the bus. Don't get off. She sat through all the final stops. The next time anyone heard from her was when the bus was pulling into the school bus storage lot depot around 5 p.m. <laughs> wow. Hey, you, stay away from the parking lot. That's, that's my level of parenting. This girl stayed silent on the bus even after the last kid was dropped. <laughs> the bus driver didn't even know she was still on the bus. Wow. I can't imagine how scary it must have been for Silverfish around 5 o'clock. <laughs> He's calling her Silverfish. I know. Pulling into the parking lot with the other empty buses and saying, wow, this doesn't look like home. Apparently, she might have just stayed on the bus. <laughs> it doesn't look like home. No. She might have just stayed on the bus if the driver hadn't glanced back at the seats once before getting off the bus. Imagine spending the night on a bus not moving in the dark. <laughs> <clears throat> Wondering why nobody drove you home. This is how dumb silver soap was. <laughs> she calls him silver soap and silverfish. <laughs> I got spanked like I've never been spanked before. I hated silverfish more and more after that punishment. I'm very proud to tell you, I didn't learn a thing. I wonder what the fuck silver soap is up to today. She's probably still the same. Singing like a fool and putting... <laughs> stickers on her fridge <clears throat> I was in kindergarten at the time and I know for a fact this is the worst thing I ever did I'm sorry it's still funny <laughs> well that was a delightful tale about Miss Silverfish slash uh, silver soap <laughs> my story uh, it says here is titled The Sympathy Routine. And it says, your last podcast about the restaurants reminded me of my time at a restaurant. When I was in my early 20s, I had a ridiculous job at a restaurant. I didn't really make friends or care about the job. It was just kind of a toy job. That's a job you do until something you really want to do comes along. The people were nice enough and the usual nonsense and politics that happens at a restaurant happened back of the house. We hated our customers. <laughs> the tips were pretty lousy. And occasionally, we would steal desserts from the walk-in fridge. Sounds familiar, right? I know all about it. <laughs> they were usually pretty good about getting me my regular schedule. But then when I tried to get it off, get a day off, nobody ever seemed to want to help out. I was always so nice about picking up shifts for other people, but when it came to me, it seemed like nobody cared. <laughs> At the time, it seems important to get off of work on a Friday and a Saturday and go down the shore and meet people who might potentially know Paris Hilton. <laughs> At the time, that's what my friend told me. There's a party happening down the shore, and everyone says Paris Hilton is going. I think she was dating some member of the Jersey Shore at the time. <laughs> it's funny, the things you care about 20 years ago. It was the summer, and I wanted off, and nobody would give it to me. I had to do something drastic. 
and this still makes my, me crazy and my head spin today. On Friday morning, I was supposed to work and I called and said that there was a death in the family and my beloved father had passed away. <laughs> None of this, of course, was true. Nope. I really turned on those fake waterworks on the phone and told my manager how devastated I was and how I didn't want to live myself. <laughs> I guess I went too far. Apparently, they believed it a little too much. Uh -oh. When I got back two days later, I was going to walk in and just be a little somber and solemn. Mm. But when I got there, there was already tons of food tins with my last name on them and cards were signed oh. by every person in the restaurant as well as small gifts and expensive gift cards. Oh boy, oh this no. really backfired. Uh -oh. At first I was like, wow, free gifts. How do you kill off your, your own parent? They're gonna know. <laughs> but They're then know. it was really hard to keep up the routine that my father had passed when he had not. Everyone was being so nice, way too nice. It was unbelievable. I did really start to feel terrible. Well, they wanted friends. People were giving me way too much sympathy and way too much advice about how it will get better. And I had to keep up this facade because I'm pretty sure if I told them that I had just lied about getting out of work with a fake story, they'd fire me. It really got difficult at work now because they even told me if I wanted to stay off the schedule and just pick up shifts whenever I wanted to, I could. Wow. They were all really just too nice to me. And for a little while, I basked in the attention, but even I had a limit. I'm not complete trash. Wow. I decided to tell a few friends at work, big mistake. Oh, no. That the story about my father was actually not true. You wouldn't believe the looks of betrayal that crossed their faces. I've got that look right now. <laughs> I was hoping they might laugh. This was not the case. No, no. I guess lying about somebody dying is possibly the worst thing you can do. Eventually, it got out that my story was not true, and there was a meeting about it with me and the other managers. They didn't fire me, and they had every right to. But not getting fired actually hurt my conscience more. <laughs> I did eventually tell my dad the story, Ooh. and he was disgusted with me. Rightfully so. Hey, 20-year-old me wanted to meet Paris Hilton. The epilogue. Do you want to know what happened that weekend? Absolutely nothing. It rained and we drank in a hotel room. <laughs> wow. That was, that's a good one. That's I a, think, you know, I really, that one really resonates with me. Remember the time that <clears throat> I tried to get out of a shift at TGI Fridays and I told them that I had to pick up tires? You had to pick up tires? Why down the shore? Because I don't know. Because I said that's where the car came from. Just because I wanted to give myself a reason to be stuck in traffic. Stuck in the traffic. So yeah. I think of the small details, you know? And they wouldn't fire you. No. <laughs> Remember, Bob, I couldn't get Bob to fire me. I, I, lo I, I went by in the bar. You're like, what do I have to do? I picked up, picked up a shot glass. <laughs> I poured myself a shot, looked him dead in the eye, and threw shot. it back. And he was like, oh, terrific. Reason. Yeah, he you're, thought it was adorable. I'm like, what do I need to do to for get you, to, you fire to fire me? me? <laughs> to get you to fire me. Oh boy. A lantern fly. They're not good. They're not cute. They're killing crops. No. They're not going anywhere. They say it's a it's fad. Bad. It's going away. It's, it's not, not a fad. Going and you away. work from home? Yes, I work from home. And, and it's, it's driving, driving me nuts. nuts. <laughs> They're eating all of the grapes for the wine. There's going to be a wine shortage. This there is will not never funny. be a wine shortage. This is not funny. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, because this is not a revenge podcast, mm -hmm. I'm going to just tell you the nice story. Here we go. 
a moment ago, you said that you saw a, a lantern fly. Yeah. That... So it's funny. People on other parts of the country, even other parts of New Jersey, have no idea. A, the, is it called a lantern? A fly? lantern fly. And ironically, it's really pretty. Um, <clears throat> it's got these spots and these wings. <laughs> so they put out an a, a all points bulletin telling people to kill them. So in my area, I'm up in, no, no, in no, Bumblefeth no, no, Morris no. County no in Rockaway. No pretty no close way. to Mar uh, pretty they close to Sussex. Not cute. They are not, not cute, cute, no. According to the four-year-old, who is actually quite cute, so he should know. Um, no, they're really, really detrimental to crops. They could, they could cripple the economy. And, like I said, they're going after the grapes. They're you going after little means? blonde boys. <laughs> <laughs> they, they will. They're going after the grapes, which not my grapes. Turn, well, you know what happens to your wine. I mean, I don't want to be paying seventy-five dollars for a bottle of wine. Uh, so we got to get them. Before they get us. So they, they tell you after you kill one of them to call a hotline you and have say, to I stepped on a bug. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is Teresa. fly now. Where? Where do you see it? I don't see it. See? The, the, the God, we're under attack. Yeah. He's been conditioned to have me go after them. And what you're supposed to do is, is kill it on site, no questions asked. Take a picture. I don't know why. <laughs> Post it on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and tag nj.gov, hashtag lanternfly2021. Did you all hear that? So <laughs> we, we need our listening audience to uh, step on bugs and take photos if that's possible. Right. We're basically reverting back to our childhood. Um, no, it, it's really, it's kind of, I, I tried to have lunch once. I was, this is kind of funny because you had to be there. But uh, I was outdoors having lunch somewhere in Rockaway. And <clears throat> they were just rampant. I mean, it, me, it became a... Uh, a game with the table next to us to kill as many as we could as we were sitting there. And one of them, oh, there goes one now. Oh, that's a bee. Now, no one cares about bees anymore. No one's afraid of them. Well, they're no uh, longer the enemy. No. Well, oh, hold on. The four-year-old has a comment. When he laughed on its ears. When I laughed, it's When you laugh, it's scary. Well, you just scare a lot of people. I'm one of them landed on our little pizza tray and I flung it across the parking lot. Oh, my goodness. It freaked me out. I didn't know what to do. But, so, yeah. Like, ah! Exactly. Yes, just like that. So just to, like that. to end this podcast with a nice story, I want you to just hear what I have to say. Hold on, babe. There is an app that I have on my phone that allows me to look at my cats throughout the day. <gasps> it's like a camera and it's a video and they can hear me. And whenever they hear my voice, they come running over to the camera. It's and a they, baby monitor It's like a baby monitor for cats. And oh, <clears throat> the thing about the app is you can feed them, give them a little snack if you want. I need this. You should get it. <clears throat> telling me something pointless. Oh, pointless. I'm, I'm, this is why he eats so much. Too so, food Jackson, when I use the app to feed the kitty cats, they come running over. And the thing is, sometimes at three in the morning, the cats won't leave me alone. They're under the bed scratching and meowing because they want me to give them a snack because they know the, the drill at this point that if I reach for my phone, that means that there's going to be a snack. Mm -hmm. So at three in the morning, I was awoken, awoken, awakened, awoken, awakened, e awoken by them scratching at the window, scratching at the bed, scratching at, the, at everything in the uh -huh. room. And I said, I'm going to give them a quick snack to leave me alone, right? Mm -hmm. So I reach over, grab my phone, and I flip open the app to give them a quick snack. Now, when you press the app, the first thing that happens is you get a quick video feed into your living room. And whether it's night or day, you can actually see the living room perfectly because it has night vision. Is this a nest cam? Kinda, yeah. Okay. So I press the button because I'm about to feed them at three in the morning. Three in the morning, I was just awoken. Mm -hmm. And as I'm about to feed them, I see a skinny 
pair of legs run away from the cat feeder. And <laughs> I was so scared. Oh, I would have died. I, right? I would have dropped dead. I couldn't breathe. It was like when the breath, when, when someone punches you, <gasps> maybe you, I, yeah. the breath was caught in my chest. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I was, I've never had such fear in my life because my first Your thought, body went cold. my first uh, thought, Jackson, was that, well, I pressed the button to feed them. So they went running into the next room where I just saw that skinny pair of legs go running away from the cat feeder. My first thought, three in the morning, an extraterrestrial is standing in my living room and I've just sent my cats out to meet him. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting in the bed. Mind you, I can't breathe. I'm so scared, so scared because the skinny pair of legs just ran away. Two seconds go by and Craig comes walking into the room. I thought he was asleep next to me in the bed. It he turned was out the extraterrestrial. he was the extraterrestrial in the other him? room. So oh, here's the ending. God. He comes in, he goes, oh, you scared me. I said, I scared you? He goes, yeah, you, you just fed the cats a snack. I didn't expect that what to happen. He, they had kept him awake, so he went out to the couch to lay down and try to get a little he shut eye. For the same reason you were. And I said to him, it's oh, not funny now. But. Give me five minutes after I calmed down. No, Teresa, I felt like I had run a marathon. Yeah. I was breathing so hard. That's terrifying. It wasn't <clears throat> funny just yet, but it's fucking funny, funny now. now. It's funny now. So Craig has extraterrestrial legs. Very nice. He found a new friend. Well, I mean, speaking of friends, hey, old friend. Hey, old what do you friend. say, old friend? <laughs> How do you stay old friends? How does an old friendship yeah. survive? Well, I guess 20 years of... Prank phone calls and bullshit. Hating all the same. Hating people. all the same people. Seeing seeing the world the same way. Seeing the world the same way. It's good to have someone that you can just be yourself with and not have to censor yourself. And, and pick up where you left well, you off. You and I might not always see eye to eye. But one thing I love about this project, and I've said this before, is that it gives me an opportunity to bring people like you into something indelible like this podcast yeah. and just tell you how much I adore you, Aww. appreciate you. Aww. And I hope we can do this for another 20-something years. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <gasps> that means that one day, Jackie, you're going to be the guest on this podcast. He going to be wiping my ass. He going to be wiping my ass. <laughs> and on that note, we want to say thank you so much for listening. We love you all. And uh, any words of wisdom? This has just been lovely. It's been lovely. It's been lovely. I'm so glad we had this time. Good night. You just listen to The Worst Thing You've Ever Done, a podcast where I explore the worst stories of my friends and strangers, each week with a special guest. Concept and editing by me, Brennan Joel Bartlett. Music by Anthony Bevilacqua. Vocals by Kevin Lynch. Available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Copy RSS, and other platforms. Some names have been changed to protect the not-so-innocent. Send your future emails to... Worst thing ever done at gmail.com. Thank you, Andrew.